0: Hello, everybody. It is Friday, 3, three 23 which is a great date. It's March, my birthday month, and you are to what the freak live here on one hundred seven point seven FM, New Orleans, and we are streaming live on all kinds of different platforms: Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Rumble, you name it. We are there, and we love you, and we appreciate you. And I have my surprise co-host, host. I hate to always say my co-host, <laughs> host. That is. I'm
1: gonna get emotional. <laughs> oh, you're gonna I get emotional you. now, yeah. Oh, I love you too. Oh, listen, thank you so much for having me back. Look what the cat dragged back in, huh? Right after all this time.
0: It, I mean, I just feel like it's prodigal <laughs> children coming back together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for Will Martinez, Dark Fringe Radio.
1: Yes, He's, yes, he
0: was with me for two years
1: strong and, and going long and yeah we did it good for a while right i'm back we're ready to do back.
0: this again. and he's going to yeah. be back in the future for all kinds of other shows and eventually every friday at 7 p.m Eastern standard time love you will you're like a brother thank you so much this feels like home again um, yes we're going to do this right us, now yes tell us a little bit about Doctor fringe radio though what's going on over there
1: uh, well, we still got things going over there, Dark Fringe Radio. Uh, been a little slow lately, but um, we started off the New Year right. Uh, we were talking about a bunch of stuff. Uh, we had um author, and um, he is also an activist. Um, uh, he, his name was um, – I can't even bring up his name right now because it's, it's just eluding me. But check out our website, darkfringeradio.com. Tony Pursunis. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Oh, Tony. Yeah, he just came on. Yeah, and uh, he wrote a book called Red, White, and Blind. And uh, he was actually an author for the Huffington Post, and they but basically blacklisted him from the Huffington Post because he wrote an article that was against what they were trying to push out as far as propaganda was concerned. So a uh, really interesting guest. And uh, we had him on the podcast. And, yeah, we're still going. We still got a lot of stuff going on on darkfringeradio.com. So we really appreciate the support and check us out.
0: I'm going to put your website up here in a little bit, but you can also follow Dark Fringe Radio on Facebook. I have it going down on the bottom. And, and you know, that's why we're on radio now What the Frick's Live. I have been shadow mm-hmm. banned on every platform possible. So we have wow. to beat shadow banning. Podcasting and radio is the best way to go. We appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens and downloads. Thank you so much. Now, speaking of, of tuning in and everything, if you are tuning in via Facebook, we're using StreamYard. So you need to go to StreamYard.com backslash Facebook to give them permission to use your name and, and your picture so we know who you're talking about because we love to have questions. The more questions, the more comments we get in the chat section, the more this shows up in algorithm. And we appreciate y'all. We have an amazing guest tonight, which is one of my dear friends. I love him so much. Um, it, we have Jeremy York. He's from Things Networkers. Things. I love the name things because I it can <laughs> go with anything, and it reminds me of the uh, is it the Adams Family, the Things Hand. I had that the hand,
1: the, yeah, the, thing. the yeah. hand, the yeah. hand.
0: But you just never know right. what's going to happen with things. But that means the Hoosiers investigating new new ghosts, and he launched Things Network in 2021. He also is a host and co-host on several different uh, shows, The Thirteenth Dimension. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've watched that one, but Supernatural Talk's my favorite. I'm sorry, Jeremy. And he's getting ready to Mark's, marks on wrestling, which we all know as Paranormal Investigators love wrestling. So we're bringing Jeremy on sure. right now. Thank you, Jeremy, so much for coming part of the show.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me on here.
0: By the way, I have a new thing coming in. It's on back order. It's been on back order for six weeks. And if I don't get it in the next three weeks, I'm order. I, that's going to have all these sound effects. I'm so sad. <laughs> nice. We're going to have all that. So thank you so uh, I used, much.
2: I used, to be, I used to be partnering up with somebody who had those sound effects things. I'll tell you what, it's annoying as hell. Oh, uh,
0: well, I'm annoying, too. I'm annoying, so I will do it. I want sound effects. And you know what? I would do a ta-da-da or something there when he said
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he would use different things, and he would also use it to wear um, when when he would speak, it would echo his voice. Uh, hello. 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 Uh, that day, yeah. Abby, oh, stop it. Please stop it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, was, yeah. I just want to say this to real quick. I just want to tell you a lot of our regular viewers. I'm ho- hopefully they're tuning in tonight because I told everybody that will Martinez is coming back oh you told them (laughs) and and then i said if you all want to watch a show that's absolutely going to be awesome and amazing jeremy jorgans are going to be on here so that's right brad is already here brad hello hey brad (laughs) one
1: of one of my (laughs) minions there you go there we go
0: i love brad we all know what happened to brad's wife a couple years ago we're sorry y'all know that the cracker barrel remember that they fired brad's wife (laughs) (laughs) Will, you don't know about it?
1: I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> uh, my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it.
2: <laughs> we on okay. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the fifth on that one. I'm going to
1: have to bring Brad's
0: wife. I'm going to have to bring that Brad, up. Brad,
2: do not even think about that.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs>
2: he, he was
0: he, a thing.
2: But, uh, but- Brad, Brad is one of those guys. He, he he's very, very close to all of us on Supernatural Talk and, and he knows the buttons for every one of us. Mm, okay. Brad, uh, yeah. Brad's, so
0: Brad's fun. fun. Jill, I hope Jill pops on here. But anyway, yep. Jeremy, I know I did a small introduction. If you want to add anything to that, can you just tell people who you are in general and where you're located? And, and if anybody wants to be part of things, how can they contact you?
2: Oh boy. Um, so, so things is the Hoosiers Investigating New Ghost Society. Um, I founded it back in 2009. And oh, I can't do
0: that
2: one. I have no, yeah, I was going to say I have no idea what we were looking at. <laughs> yeah, it won't let
0: me do that one. It acted like it was going
2: to. Go ahead. So, so we do, we do have a website, uh, thingsghostsociety.com. And for anybody that wants to join us, all you gotta do is just message one of us. Um, all of us are admin on the things universal page, which is paranormal paranormal universe. I forget how I have it titled. Um, Brad, mm-hmm. if you can put the title on the chat, that'd be appreciated. Um, and what things does is that like most other yep, like most most other teams, we go out and check places out. But our main goal. Is to handle residentials. Um, we we're, mm-hmm. we're not the ones that want to hit all the big name places, although it's nice, it's fun. But our, our main goal is to help people out if they're mm-hmm. afraid of what's going on at home. That that's where that's where um, we want to make our mark is to help people feel safe and to help people understand what actually is going home, whether if it's paranormal or not. Mm-hmm. And then, well,
0: <laughs> good for you on residentials I'll tell you this I've done paranormal investigating for a long time residentials is is hard hard to take on because it takes forever to go through this stuff but a uh, real quick why should you sh- you should stop harassing crackle barrel about as why
1: it's a real <laughs> article
0: <laughs> It is it, like, Brad's wife, listen, I worked at Texas Roadhouse on Saturdays during this time, and we even made, like, a little thing, we did not fire Brad's wife on
1: our level. Wow, and this is, this is a one, thing, huh? it
0: was Yeah, it was the number one, uh, we're, I worked in the number one Texas Roadhouse in the nation during this time, and, and she lost her job at Cracker Barrel, and she was a really good hard worker, and and how she lost her job was absolutely crazy, and it, it was a, it was, it went viral wow That's amazing. yeah so so brad every single time i see your name even if it's on this show or if it's on uh supernatural talk i think of your wife
2: <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's always talking about his ex wife so. oh boy. Yes, <laughs> he is. yeah I, I, i'm telling you he, he actually got me to the point where i actually feel bad for his ex-wife <laughs> it, oh man, Brad and I have this? a
0: lot in common with ex, ex, I have an ex-husband here that I I'm sorry.
2: And, and the ghost cat, there's a funny story behind this. Um,
0: okay.
2: Last year a whole bunch of us went to Ohio, Ohio State Reformatory. First time mm-hmm. ever going. There. I
0: love Ohio State.
2: I could not believe how big this place was. Mm-hmm. So um it was myself, Brad, and Brad's wife. And Nick was around somewhere, but I don't think he was in this specific spot. But he was getting ready to leave the chapel. Uh, actually, Brad, I think it is bigger than Waverly, to be honest. Um, we were getting ready to leave the chapel, which is on the top floor, and getting ready to head up to the the front part of the front part of the prison. Mm-hmm. where they had all the administration offices well right. just as i was crossing that threshold we stopped we're just talking about something and then all of a sudden brad just jumps like 10 feet up in the air <laughs> and i'm like okay what, what you spooked he's like dude i swear i just saw a cat right there by your ankle mm. <laughs> I, I looked down there there's nothing there um but i'm not going to deny that he saw a cat the, was it like a it, shadow figure? I it, he said it looked like it was it was a cat. Mm. And now here's the crazy thing. Um, about a week later, I'm, I'm going. I I had these trail cameras that I set up throughout the building, and I was going through some of the pictures to transfer them from the disc to the computer, and I actually caught a raccoon in the building. Mm. Just. One picture I, out of all of them took thousands of pictures, and one picture caught a raccoon in there. And I go to Brad, I was like, Hey, is this what you saw? He said that was not it, but um, oh yeah, six four channel that, that was yeah,
0: crazy. don't don't pay attention to comments, Jeremy. Don't because you do that <laughs> on your own, don't pay attention. We're gonna bring it up everything uh, just ask, tell us more about the raccoon
2: well so so i start i started messaging everybody that went with us hey did you guys see a raccoon nobody had seen this thing and this was less than a hundred feet away from our break room where we've had pizza and, and everything right and nobody had seen a rack nobody even knew there was a raccoon in this building mm. but my camera caught it and the first thing I thought of was this ghost cat that Brad, Brad saw, but where the raccoon was saw was seen on the on the picture it was on the first floor, in one of the jail cells, and where Brad saw the cat, we was up on the top floor.
0: Is that the th- is that the third floor? I, I the, the third floor challenge. What is? it? the well, uh, State Hall. Reformatory is that what he's talking about, or is he talking about Waverly?
2: No, um, the six-floor challenge out there. The or six-floor, I'm sorry. Six-floor.
0: Yeah,
2: is over there at the reformatory, and what it it's mm-hmm. – um, the reformatory is broken up into two cell blocks. Mm-hmm. One of them has five floors. The other has six. The one on the sixth floor, you go all the way up to the top, and then you walk around, and, and it's all barricaded in, so you can't fall through anything. You can't fall to the floor. You can't get pushed off or anything. It's all straight up. And and you walk around there without the use of your flashlight. That's really all it is. You, you're walking, you're walking in the dark, making a complete circle around this block, pitch black. Um
0: that was the challenge. Some of
2: it, some of it is pitch black. Other other places there is light because of the, the street lights shining in through the window. But once you right. get past it's pitch black.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'd love to try that.
2: And, and I'm well, Martinez, I'm going right, to just tell
0: you, High State Reformatory in Waverly, both ways, is an hour and a half from my house. So you can come <laughs> yeah. to Kentucky. You can stay at my there home. Go. I, I got a guest bedroom. You can stay, and we can go do this, and we can go live.
1: I don't have no problem doing that. No problem at <laughs> <about> all. <it>. Honestly, <laughs> I'm ready to do something like that.
2: Now, here, here's the advantage that I had over Buddy over everybody else. So because I wear this eye patch, um my my pupils are, are wide open. So mm-hmm. if it's pitch black and I take the eye patch and switch it to the other eye, now I can see everything. So oh. even though I'm not using a flashlight, my left eye is so wide open I can see everything mm-hmm. as I'm walking through on the six four challenge. Wow. So I, so I kind of had an advantage over everybody.
1: That's else. pretty cool. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> it said Kelly had something brushed through her legs like a cat would, and you had your foot pulled down. All behaviors of a cat.
2: I did, yeah, I did feel my, my <clears throat> foot. Um, we, we were actually sitting in the chapel, and the three of us it was just me, Brad, and Kelly, and the three of us were trying to recreate something that a tour guide had told us about. So I was sitting in one spot, Brad was sitting in another, Kelly was sitting in another, and it and they were all the exact same places where the three people that um, that this tour guide were with, and we were trying to recreate what he saw, mm-hmm. we kind of had something like that, but I ended up feeling like somebody was pulling my foot from behind me and I thought somebody was sitting behind me. Mm.
0: Um, and uh, real quick and i want to i want will to ask questions uh real quick when was this when was your last time because there's a if you're talking about waverly or when we're talking about Ohio state too i think of you as waverly though because i think you invited me to waverly but uh i wasn't able to go but um real real quick with this is Ohio state reformatory with with the cat right yeah so you and then Brad said that, that Kelly had an experience with something close to the floor. I've had those experiences, too, in the state of, of Kentucky. Ohio State Reformatory is just an hour and a half away from me. So was any of this caught on video? Did you have any audio that backed this up, like, kind of EVPs, like, I of a cat? Know. Like, I've, I have animals, when I saw the cat or felt like the cat presence in, in – I've had actual EVPs, Class A EVPs of a cat meowing, and we talked about it looked like an animal. Uh, Do you have any kind of like things that we could look at visually with camera or audio to possibly back that that
2: up? The only thing that was caught visually was that raccoon, and I don't do any audio. Other people within within the group did, and we we had more than just some members of things we had um shadow uh, shadow brad and his wife there we had people from shadow seekers paranormal with us um they, they all did their own audio i did not because of my hearing because mm-hmm. audio is the worst thing for me to to work with mm-hmm. so i i primarily do pictures and video and I, all i did was just pictures here because in a building this size and being my first time there I don't want to be spending an hour and a half trying to run
1: the cameras.
2: So so all I did was I set up my trail cameras. I got nine of them, and I set them out as we were doing the initial tour.
1: I think sometimes it's almost a better thing to do that. Like when you have somebody dedicated to the video only and you have somebody dedicated to the audio only, I think that just, I think you find more evidence that way. That's just my experience from the things that I've done in the past, but when you have somebody dedicated to each thing, I think I, you you find things better that way. Right. Just my opinion. It, it, yeah. we,
0: it, we should have a drinking game tonight. How many times <laughs> we gonna say things?
1: Thing, I'll start it off.
0: <laughs> you said it twice. I got. I got. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, I
1: did. I did say it twice. You're right.
0: I, you know, I had Coke in this. I, I didn't bring it my. Was coke. The, the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't have that much, so I'm gonna sip lightly on it. But that's Ohio State Reformatory, um, which is an hour and a half north of me. And then I have my own state, Waverly. You've been to Waverly a couple times, Jeremy. You you invited me, and I felt bad I couldn't go. I I would. I've never investigated Waverly. Never.
2: Yeah, I think that was the last Mm -hmm. time that I went there. um, That that was in everything. Hit the fan with
0: margaritas.
2: Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. Last time. Last week, Will, you missed out.
1: Did I? What, did she get lit on margaritas last week? What happened? Yeah. Tell me the truth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I'll, I'll tell you why. Because Nick uh-huh. Millay, I love him so much. And Nick's part yeah. of things and everything. He's been on the show, too. Nick mm-hmm. Millay, I love him. He's just a really great guy. And it was his 30th birthday. So, oh, so I'm, you're a, celebrating I'm a lightweight. For him. I see it. I'm a lightweight. Everybody knows I'm uh-huh. a lightweight. Two drinks does mm-hmm. me in, but I had my third, which is my max. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: and I had a third that night. I am not 24. We all mm-hmm. we had this thing that said that uh, that one time when I was 24, yeah, oh, yeah. it it took oh, yeah. me like five days to overcome, and I think that's what brought me into strep. <laughs> None of us do yet. Yeah. <laughs> you, you
1: got it. from that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, and, and that's on Supernatural Talk. That's why it's
1: my favorite. Oh, okay. So that's why it's your favorite. I see it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and
2: then she had to bring it up again last night. Right. And then right, everything. Right.
0: There needs to be, Jeremy, you need to do a shirt that
2: says that one time when I was 24, I'll buy yep. one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I actually figured that that had come from the song When I'm 64 by the Beatles. <laughs> yeah well, my beatles right
0: I was thinking Taylor Swift when I was 22.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremy let me ask you a question like you, you go to these places like Waverly and Ohio State Reformatory you think a lot of these places like you know obviously they're haunted in their own way right they have operations, you know, they have spirit, they have energy. There's a lot of stuff that's been there. A lot of, you know, traumatic, you know, events have, you know, happened there. Obviously that leaves residual energy there and, you know, that's just going to carry on forever. But, you know, you have a lot of people that are coming in and out of there too now. And there's a lot of, you know, energy coming in and out of there. You think that charges that place like that, a place like that because of all these different people coming in from all around across, you know, the United States and, you know, you bring in different energy and some good, some bad. You know, it's just like people. You know what I mean?
2: I, Do you think, I think that helps
1: and charges the energy up
2: there? It would depend, because let, let's think. Of it, let's think of it this way. Uh, let, let's let's say let's say I'm the ghost here in the house, and I've got people coming over all the time. Everybody are coming out every single night. Right. I'm going to get to the point where I'm not going to be doing anything except get the hell out of my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's that's why I think that doing having investigations nightly may end up doing more harm than good. Although yeah. I do understand the business aspect of it. But of course. Places like Waverly Hills. Yeah, everybody wants to go there. Ohio State Reformers, everybody wants to go. Stanley Hotel, everybody wants to go. So, So yeah. I get that. There is a market for that. Um, And and that's the thing about the paranormal is not necessarily just, you know, going out there and getting the experience, not just helping people, not just doing the research, but there's also a market behind that.
1: Yeah, I get it.
2: so, So there is money to be made there. Mm-hmm. Um now in, in terms of helping charging the place with, with the kind of energy that you're gonna bring into, again, that's gonna depend on what kind of people go to what places and, and how well that's gonna that's gonna work. Cause let let's say let's say I'm in an extremely bad mood tonight and I'm going somewhere. I'm actually gonna turn that place off because they're not gonna wanna mess with me because I'm I'm not a nice guy tonight, but Mm -hmm. let's say I'm doing real good tomorrow night and I go somewhere else, they'd be like, hey, you know what? I want to interact with that guy. So it's going to depend. It's going to depend on who goes out there and what kind of intent they have, what kind of attitude they have when they go into a place, and also what kind of place this is.
0: Here, here's my thing, because I'm in Kentucky. Waverly's an hour and a half for me. I have never been. I want to go, and if there's an opportunity with you, Jeremy, and stuff, I, you invited me, and I, thank you so much. I couldn't go last year. I I, I have family things going on. I, I don't like to travel that far out for a long period of time, but um, this year, if you all go back, I I'm not, uh, most likely will be able to go. But, uh, hint, hint, invite me. <laughs> But but <laughs> you know with these big large locations, I've I've investigated the Stanley Hotel four times, and and I t- um, Trans Allegheny in West Virginia, which is two hours for me. I'm in a perfect location with Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia, even Virginia. Some of the most haunted places ever within three the hours battlefields or less. near
1: you too, right? Yes, yes, right. Yeah. So,
0: uh, but. <laughs> I have not investigated these places close to me because of, I don't know who's been in there. I almost feel like it's a dumping ground. There's been some really strange occurrences and and that's happened and you don't know what kind of practices these groups have. What's really authentic to, to these locations anymore? I believe people bring things in Mm-hmm. And they leave mm-hmm. them there. It's a dumping ground. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have not ever pushed myself out that hard to go to these. Bobby Mackey's is another place. It's like an hour, and two hours, maybe the most for me. I've never pushed myself to go to these places that much because I don't know who's been in and out of those locations. Is that something we should worry about?
2: Possibly. Like I, like I said, it, it, <laughs> everybody goes in with different intentions. Rather they're good intentions or bad intention, that's on that's on them. We don't know let's let's say you're going to Waverly tomorrow. I don't know what kind of intention you're gonna have going in on that night. Because you may have yeah. a specific idea that night than you would for let let's say Mansfield the next night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
0: well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Bel Air House in this for a minute. I think it's up for sale. Wasn't it up for sale for a minute, Bel Air House?
2: I I heard about it. Um yeah. I even sent a message and never heard back.
0: Well, Bel Air House, which is also an hour and a half for me, Didn't
2: I listen not an hour and a half away. From
0: me? Listen, I'm in per- Ashland, Kentucky. Look it up. I'm in the very tip, very tip eastern northeastern part of kentucky ohio west virginia i'm in tri-state area of ohio west virginia i'm telling you i'm in a perfect location i have i have friends that are in the paranormal like if you want to move somewhere you need to move around me um uh that one place in virginia is three hours from me uh not um it starts with an a i can't remember it'll come to me here in a few moments but i'll i'll just tell you this real quick with the bel air house up in ohio I listened to one of her podcasts because I wanted to go there and I don't know, I think the owners of these locations is a crucial role in this mm-hmm. because Trans-Allegheny, which is an hour, two hours probably from me, and how they treat Trans-Allegheny is absolutely phenomenal. It's beautiful inside and out. They take care of this location. Then we have other locations that's large that, yeah, they take care of it, but are they just wanting the money? And trans-Allegheny is really careful about who they let in and who they let out. Well, Bel Air House, I listened to her podcast one night, and she told me that she let this all-women's group in. She got, or not me, and she was telling the podcast, uh, she let this all-women's because she's a woman. And she's like, well, it's an all-women's thing. It's no big deal. I'm going to let them in. So anyway, later on that night, she just got this uh, feeling about what was going on. So she, she called the person that booked, booked the house and they wouldn't answer. They wouldn't answer. She called like over a 30 minute time, like three or four times. They wouldn't answer. So she ends up going there because she just had this feeling. She walks in the house. She's like, hello, hello, hello. And nobody's answering. So she's walking through the house and she can't find anybody there. So she goes down to the basement and I'm, and I, I don't, I don't mean to be graphic, but I want to be graphic. This is what, this is what the story was. These women were doing some kind of uh, of practice in the basement with used menstrual devices, tampons, and pads, and 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 was like doing some kind of sacrifice or something. And she kicked That's them black all magic out. Magic right there. Yeah. So yeah. she yeah. kicked them all out. So I'm thankful that she was close to the home enough to understand that there was not like something's going on, something's bad. But how many of these large locations? Waverly, which I love, I'm not putting Waverly down. I love them because the owners just finally got back into it. There's been a lot of drama with Waverly. Um,
2: time,
0: yes, but how? That's why I'm not really drawn to these large locations because we don't really know who's going in and coming out.
2: Um, I, I I will say that there's one there's one location that I've been to a couple of times. I won't say which one it is, um, but but I have used this as an example. There's one one place they say that they're constantly doing upgrades to to the building, and we go there we we go there one year and we're really checking this place out. We come back a year later, and they're saying the same thing. Yeah, we're constantly working on this place, trying to renovate this place, do upgrades here and there. We go through there, I I didn't see one thing done that was different mm. from. How it was the year before, hmm. so that tells me, okay, this place is looking. This place just wants the money, and they're using the notoriety of the building to bring in the people and bring in that money.
1: That's right. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. I'm telling you, I don't know. I now I've investigated the Stanley Hotel four times, and I love the Stanley Hotel. I'm drawn to that, I, and I'm drawn to Trans-Allegheny.
2: I, I was at Stanley Hotel last year. It's just an amazing
0: place. I love that place. I love it. With I, I would love to retire and work there. And I'll if y'all come in, I will be here. <laughs> <laughs> like a Walmart greeter at Stanley Hotel.
2: You know, even without the Stanley Hotel, that entire town is just gorgeous.
0: Well, <clears throat> Estes Park is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I love the mountains. I live well Will Will's in Florida. Flatland. But it's not matter, flatland. There's so many haunted locations in Florida oh, that yeah. nobody thinks about.
1: Oh, absolutely. There's so many Are things. Yeah. There's...
0: Florida hatchley.
1: Oh, really? What part is
0: absolutely
1: haunted. Oh, so just north of me. Oh, literally an hour north of me. Yeah, I'm in yeah, West Palm. I so to, um, I used to live yeah. there in the 80s when I was just a little kid. Wow. And that's pro- that's when it was not even built up. That was right before everybody went there.
2: When when, when we moved away, they had just started working on building St. Mm-hmm. Lucie West.
1: There you go. There you go. And actually right north of St. Lucie, there's Hope Sound. And Hope Sound is the home of the Devil's Tree. And the Devil's Tree is a place I <sighs> investigated. And the Devil's Tree is a place where there's this serial killer back in the uh, 70s. Uh, he was actually a sheriff's uh, deputy. And he ended up uh, killing... A bunch of people and uh, getting away with it and hanging a bunch of girls off this one tree and now it's in the middle of a park um literally like a like a biking park <laughs> uh, yeah. it's in hope sound and you can literally go there and most people don't even don't, don't even know it's there and It's this tree that's been trying to be, it was they try to burn it down it's all charred it, it doesn't burn uh they try to chainsaw it down and every time they try to chainsaw it down they the, you know the links break so um yeah, a lot of bad shit happened there. And yeah, Florida's full of of, of crazy stuff. Crazy
2: stuff. I'll, I'll have to check that out. I, I I don't I'm I'm not familiar with Hope South. Um yeah. the, the only thing that I know about um that's north of Port St. Lucie is there's Fort Pierce there. Um right. and they also have um White City. Stewart.
1: Yeah, White City, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. And that's right before Stewart. And then that's when you get to Stuart. And then yeah, that's when you get into the further okay. up. But yep. Yeah.
0: Brad Brad has put wasn't this tree a a special documentary somewhere?
1: I don't know. Um, I did one myself, uh on Dark it's Fringe. It's on Dark Fringe.
0: Go, go yeah, to Dark Fringe. Ch-
1: check it out. We did one and you know, we 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 got into the serial killer. His name was um Gosh, it was a always a three named word, right? Or three named uh, person, right? <laughs> John Wilkes Booth. You know what I mean? All those kind of guys. Right? <laughs> Lee Harvey but, Oswald. <laughs> uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. But yeah, this guy is just, you know, he was a sheriff's deputy for Broward County and uh, he was able to get Broward away County. with a lot of uh, bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Broward just County really is a,
0: a mess in itself. Well, but there's yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff. That's goes on, <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot, but you have the old Davy School there in Broward County, right? The old that's Davies true.
1: School. You have the old Davy School. You have the railroad. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, you go south of there. You have Cape, uh, the Cape Coral uh, Castle, and yeah, Cape Coral. There, yeah.
0: I love Cape Coral. I've done a lot of stuff yeah. with Cape Coral over the years. Yes, yeah. but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things going on in Broward. There's a lot of stuff oh, yeah. going on in Florida, nobody thinks of Florida being a, a, a very haunted location. Um, I yeah. don't know, maybe other people, I'm, I'm in Appalachia, so I, it's all Appalachia <laughs> with me, but maybe other people, Will you live there, so maybe you know all the haunted places, but I, I, you know,
1: I'm finding stuff in my own backyard. Just literally, I found out a month ago, there's a place <laughs> in my, literally like the town I live in right now that, uh, there's a graveyard that was built, uh, only for the, um, African American community before, because they wouldn't allow them to be buried in the white people. Um, you know, um, area so they had their own separate place and it, it's not even marked there's no gravestone there's like a, maybe like 12 gravestones but there's literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of you know african-american people just buried there so i found the spot and didn't even know it's there and it's there so i'm going to see if i can do some investigation out you know out there it seems like indigenous like
0: indigenous people like love their yeah. hearts and yeah. you never yeah. know what's happening and so jeremy in indiana because you're the hoosiers indiana uh, what's the most haunted locations? You're in Fort Wayne, right? Yeah. Fort Wayne. What's the most haunted locations in Indiana? What what do you recommend if especially if it's first-time investigators? They're just starting out. What do you re- recommend in Indiana for people to go? Well,
2: one of my places to go to in Indiana is the Old Lake County Jail, which is in Crown Point. Um, and that one is most famous for John Dillinger, where he escaped from mm-hmm. before he, he got. Oh to wow. Him he escaped from there mm. 3 or 4 months before he was shot and killed wow um that 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 jail there is actually one of my all-time favorites to go to i have been there more than any other place ever mm. Mm. um another, another place that i the
1: energy that has to be there i can only imagine well <sighs> any jail or you know anything like that? You know all the bad stuff. happens. all, it's right? all
0: the, I, I all the really jails. I want to do something in churches. I want to do something in churches. Churches, jails, Jeremy. and
1: hospitals. It's always that,
2: I, right? I will say this about Lake County Jail is that every time I've been there, every single time, something has happened, even if it's just something minor. Something right. has happened, and and that jail is also where. I tried out my dog whistle experiment for the first time.
0: Oh, tell us about that.
2: Mm. So so we we were there for for two nights. and, And the first night, which was the very first time that I was there, almost nothing happened. That place was dead. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, what can we do to try to really drive up activity? What can we do? And I'm thinking to myself, what about a dog whistle? Because when, you, when you're doing an EVP, they answer you, but you don't hear those answers until you play it back on the recorder, right? Mm-hmm. Most times. Yeah, Brad Brad, and his wife are going there for their anniversary, um, and oh. it's just going to be the two of them. So oh they're going boy. to have that entire tale <laughs> to themselves wow they are going to have some fun yeah they are so so all that second day i'm going to store after store after store to try to find a dog whistle i finally found one and <laughs> yeah yeah, kelly's his bait um and so i finally find found two dog whistles uh ironically less than less than a mile away from the jail itself at the local feeding Feeding seed store. I tried about an hour and a half into the investigation, and I had somebody standing right next to me. No sooner than I got done blowing that whistle, did he feel a scratch on the back of his neck, deep enough to draw blood. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and you have
0: all that on video too?
2: Well, he was the one doing the video, so it, we, didn't, we didn't catch it as it happened. But I, I think we caught him saying, hey, I'm feeling something on the back of my neck, but I, I don't know where that video is at. It's on my computer somewhere.
1: Mm.
2: So then I thought, okay, I'm going to try this whistle some other places. I tried it out in, at, at Waverly. I was on the third floor all the way at the far end and I blowed this whistle and it looked like there was somebody about 15 feet away from me trying <clears throat> to manifest themselves. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I hadn't run cameras in Waverly, so I don't have that.
0: So, when, when you're saying they're trying to manifest yourselves, because I'll tell you this. I've done paranormal investigating for 24 years. And I'm going to tell you, in 2017, what I documented as a full-body apparition, I have the EVPs to back it up. What I saw, because I'm not good with cameras, I'm good with voice phenomenon. Um, I saw a head-to-toe thing. It was not like a shadow figure. This guy manifested. He had a red shirt on. He had a red hat on, blue jeans, white shoes. I saw everything. It was a seven thousand square foot home underground. He worked for the government. There's a huge, big story behind it, and I had I caught it on audio because I saw this person walking, and I was the only person in this big mansion home underground. And I thought somebody was there, and I saw him as bright as can be, like a person. And I'm like, let me, and you hear me in this audio, like let me double check myself, and I and I'm like okay it's not a shadow figure i'm figuring this out i saw this guy walk down the hallway turn right into this room i gotta then i get an evp in that it says it was me Plain as day, class a evp wow. i'm the only person in the home so to me after all of these years and this is the only time i've ever seen this is a full manifestation of a, of a paranormal entity or ghost, if you want to call it, that that looked like human, like it looked like it was solid. Everybody, mm. he looked solid. So when you saw this stuff where you're at, Jeremy, was this a solid apparition that you saw, it, or
2: it wasn't quite as detailed as you as what you saw? But this one here was more of a figure. So it so it you can tell that this is definitely a person standing in front of you. But there, there were no distinctive features to it. Couldn't tell what it was wearing. All I could see was just the, like like a like a shadow figure,
1: a silhouette, right? right.
2: Yeah, a silhouette. There you go. We
0: yeah. get a lot there of that, though. We get a lot of that, and that's the shadow dimensions. What 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 it, are these people trying to represent?
2: Right, and and in all of the investigations that I've done, I have only seen two like that. Mm. One of them was there at Waverly and then another one was at a quasi-residential home um, down in seymour it it was an empty house it was being completely renovated um and it's one of them fancy houses you get three floors and then an actual walk-in attic and Mm -hmm. the walk-in attic they had something something like um like a mini bar and there are, let's see, the one, two. So two main rooms, and then like an like an offshoot, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm in I'm in the far room, and I don't have any cameras. But I'm in the far room, and I'm looking into the next room. and Then I see what look like somebody is on the other side of the wall, and they just kind of do this, like seeing. What are you doing?
1: We're peeking around a corner.
2: Yeah. And then, yeah. then right back in there and I go charging after it and there's nobody there.
1: Well, of course, yep.
2: Yeah, that was the <clears throat> first time I had ever seen a figure. And then the second time was a couple of years ago there at Waverly. You know what's
1: crazy? Um, I don't know about you guys, but like if I've ever seen this, when I've seen the shadow figure in my experiences, to me, it's like darker than dark. Yes, and that's that's the only way I can explain it. It's darker than dark.
2: Yeah. And
1: people are like, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "I don't know how to explain it, but but that. It's just it's darker than the darkness that you see in the dark. It's mm-hmm. completely different. It's like it's something you and can't you, even explain." You can see
2: the difference.
1: You can see it. Exactly. That's the, that's the crazy part of it. Right. Yeah. Oh.
0: Um, hold on. I'm I'm try- I'm listening real quick of a uh, EVP of the Leroy Hay House that I was at that was underground that that and it says that was me. I'm uh, listening to that real quick. So keep going, Will.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, speaking about yeah. EVPs and you know, I'm talking about my experiences. Like I'm talking about that Devil's Street. You know, we uh, I went out there with my uh, you know co-host Jay and uh, we spent some time out there and we tried to do you know everything we could to you know try to get some type of EVP. I did some type of. uh Provoking, you know, because this guy was not a good guy. Oh, John Gerard Schaeferberg, by the way, that's his name, Uh, the, the serial killer. If you ever want to look, guys look him up, he's a real guy. He died in jail, killed by an inmate. But uh, nonetheless, um, I'm doing every type of provoking near the tree. And, I, you know, next thing I ask is like, why did you do this? Why did you kill those two ladies or three ladies that, you know, you killed in the tree? And there was this pause and then you could hear like two women talking. You couldn't hear what they were saying. And then you hear his voice saying, I made a mistake. And I'm just like, okay, all right. You gave me an answer to my question. You made a mistake. I mean, in his mind, he says he made a mistake, but obviously that mistake was, uh, you know.
2: Well, it's been, it's been it's been 15 years since I've been to Florida, but I've been wanting to go back there. So now yeah. I know about this tree, I want to go check oh, yeah. it
1: oh uh, Absolutely. I'll, I'll go with you, Jeremy. Let me know when you come down. Oh, no, Jeremy,
0: you. Pick, me <laughs> pick me up in your way. Pick me up on your way. We'll go out <laughs> together. Road tripping. Yeah. Yeah, I have this, go. I have this Freaking. this is the first time I've all these years. This happened, I think in 2017 um, or 18. Uh, this is the full body of her, Hopefully y'all can hear it. You might have to have headphones on this, but you're going to listen. I'm going to, I hear the EVP playing as day. So I'll keep going over it a couple of times so y'all can listen to it. But this is in Grayson. This is a house that's 6,000 6, feet underground. This guy worked for the government. Mm -hmm. And and he deciphered signals. He had like this is like uh, the Kentucky um, Winchester House because he had Mm -hmm. doorways that went to nowhere. So um, here we go. Let's listen. Shadow. I'll start from beginning. Make sure that wasn't my shadow. That was
2: me. Mm. I, I I heard something. It's
0: like, that was me. It goes, huh? Yeah. That was me. Listen. Okay. Huh, that was me.
1: Yeah, I hear it.
0: I saw somebody plain as day that went down that way. Yeah,
2: with, but, with my hearing the way that it is, I am extremely bad at audio, so that's why I just leave it to the other. Well, members. that
0: that was my be- that I'm really good at audio, but I grew up in a musically talented family. But that was also we talked about cats and stuff earlier. Sorry, I don't I don't mean to bring this stuff up right now, but this is happening. Um, this was the place that I got a cat. They had no animals in this home whatsoever. I got a cat. Um. Let me see if I can find it real quick. A cat voice, Leroy Hayhouse. We'll ask a question while I can find this real quick, if you don't mind. No,
1: no, no, no. Yeah. I, I get it. No, no, no. It's I understand. Jeremy, like when you go to these places, I mean, do you ever come back and you feel heavy after these things? Like never. you just gotta like never. You don't, huh?
2: No, um, I'm. It's hard to explain but i I see so many people saying that they they are so worn out from from investigation the, the only time that i ask I'm actually worn out is when I'm really tired and yeah. have, have been up for 24 hours um, right right i i don't I don't get the paranormal hangovers that they're always saying i I go to bed I wake up the next morning I go about my day
1: I, you know what? That's so amazing that you say that because I'm the same way. I don't get that, and everybody tells yeah. me about that. Like, and I'm like, I don't know what that is.
2: <laughs> but here's the thing, and and I, I know Adrian will say Adrian's one of one of my teammates, one of my dear friends. But mm-hmm. I'm one of those guys who who never feels anything, but mm-hmm. but I know that I do to a point. I. I mm-hmm. I can somehow sense certain things, especially if it involves a tree. Right. <laughs> you know, that, right. That's why I want to check out this tree. Of um, course. But, but I'm never the guy that, well, uh, I don't want to say never, but I am hardly ever the guy that would be like, hey, did you see that? Did you hear that? <laughs> you yeah. almost right. never get oh, that. Oh, I'm, like
0: I'm like that. But I use amplified earbuds and headphones. Emily
1: hears different. everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. But if
2: I do <laughs> hear something, <laughs> Then I, hear day,
0: the- I hear my neighbors sometimes and i don't want to hear that no. <laughs> Yeah.
2: so I, i've had a lot of people ask me hey did you hear that no well <laughs> let, let me
0: let me here's what happened i did not actually hear this because this was the pre-walk through the house when i was there at this location and it, it, it's i call it the cat cry it's the first time i ever caught any kind of animal on, on audio. And then I have another audio where we're just this, talking about something that manifested that's close to the ground. Is that, that a
2: one-second clip you're about to play?
0: What?
2: Is that a one-second clip you're about to play?
0: No, hold on. You're gonna. It, it doesn't hear. Listen to this. Ready? Okay. Mm. You hear it? That's I the cat. That's so, the yeah. cat. And so, here's the full, and then later on that night, which this, this house is connected to Masons. um, So, they used to have a lot of Masonic meetings here, and this is underground, everybody. This is 6,000 square feet underground. It's like a cave when you turn the lights off after you get through the first, like you see, I don't know if you all can see the little images there. The windows are in the front. After that, there's nothing else. But here, here we saw something in the big, like, auditorium area that they had where they held the meetings. There was no windows in that place. And the the um, guy I was with and then his sister that lived in this house at the time, they actually moved out and was living in a hotel because they had so much stuff happen. Us three were in the building at this time and we saw something that absolutely came up out of the ground. It illuminated, but it was kind of like a fog. And it was close to the ground. And it ran to us. I did not hear this cat cry or this cat sound until after I went home and started listening to all the audio. Um, hold on, let's see here. Full. Of, I think this is it. That was here I right. know it was like close like, to the like, ground. it yeah, was like. It right. was like it looked like a animal run almost running up to us. Yeah. I right. know it was like close like, to the ground. it yeah, was like. It right. was like it looked like a animal run almost running up to. us. So that correlated what we saw after I went back and listened to audio because I did not hear that cat cry and this is underground everybody like there's no animals in the home whatsoever. Well, you, you,
2: you mentioned that the masons so this house is tied mm-hmm. to the masons Yes mm-hmm. explain hate- Masons are notorious for doing crazy
0: stuff. Well, and, and then the the thirty third, and then he worked for the government deciphering signals. He had a whole room that had probably—I'm not joking or exaggerating—fifty outlets. I think he had screens upon screens upon screens. And this house that's built underground—it wasn't that long ago. Everybody, this was in 2009 when it was built. The guy died I, in 2012.
2: I I long have long actually ago. investigated a masonic temple in Kansas.
0: Um, oh, I know who I know what you're talking about because I've remote viewed that place. Yeah, Jeremy, and
2: and that that's that's where I got Lucy the doll. Mm. Oh,
0: it's always a Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> want to go get her, Annabelle Ooh. or Lucy. Oh, why not? We live on the edge. I want the freak lab. Go get her, Jeremy. Yeah, give me oh. justice. Uh, okay, here we go. So, Dark Fringe Radio. Will yes. Tell yes. us where we can. Well, tell your website. I don't have your Everywhere.
1: Website. You can go everywhere. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Dark Fringe Radio. Website, darkfringeradio.com. Real simple. You go right okay. there. Uh, all our, our stuff is there. Um, that uh, Even in the investigation, I was talking about the uh, Devil Street. Oh, look at Lucy. Oh, boy.
0: She reminds me of 11
1: off Stranger Things. <laughs> right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. She's 11. That is wicked looking.
2: So- So Lucy was found in a safe on the fourth floor of this Masonic temple. And somebody had cut off the top of her head and put put in all kinds of junk in there and then put this this little resin, resin dome on top and then glued it shut. So the only thing that any of us can think is that she was used for some sort of a ritual Yep, Brad does have a picture with Lucy, and it's on TikTok and Instagram. And so so the masons are notorious for doing crazy things, crazy rituals, and I think Lucy here was a part of that.
1: It seems like she was a vessel of some type. Uh looks like they uh, – I mean, if somebody because, cut,
0: her, cut her head off,
1: Will. Well, yeah, because they cut her head off, and they probably put something in the doll. Either was probably somebody's hair or something,
2: because
1: well, that's they, what they do. They, they,
2: there is Perfect. a phone in here. It's oh, like Lu-
0: Lucy should be on Toy Story part four or
2: part
1: five. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story, the creep show version. <laughs> like
0: they have the creep show. You know what I'm talking yeah. about.
2: I Toy, love Toy creep Story, shot. all those creepy,
0: all those creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I am neighbor.
2: planning on writing a book about Lucy, but I'm gonna make it fictional. But mm-hmm. I am planning on writing a book about her.
1: That's cool. I think that's cool. I, I love stuff like that. I mean, yeah. uh, of course, you got to be very careful with things like that, especially if you have items like that in your house, because you obviously don't know what intention was behind the whole ritual, obviously. Okay, but so, and, 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 go
2: ahead. So Adrian was the first one to get Lucy when the, when the temple was going to get with it. Oh, they, were right, gonna right, yeah. they were just going to throw Lucy in the trash. And Adrian said, no, send it to me. I'll take her. She had the doll for about a year. And every time somebody would see this, and oh my, that thing is demonic. That thing is evil. No, it's not. The the only thing that ever happened during the time that Adrian had her was that she fell off of a shell. And here's the thing: she's top heavy.
1: She's top heavy, right?
2: Yeah. So if you don't have her sitting just right, she's gonna fall down. But but whenever she said. She would say this. Lucy fell over. They're like, "Oh, that's that's her sending a message." No, it's not.
0: Well, yeah. I think you can speak your own haunting on yourself in many ways. You can speak a haunting in existence. Like if you if you keep saying words something are very time, powerful. Yes, it's yes. life or death. Is in the power of the tongue. And, and and when you speak something, and this is why I, I'm passionate about EVPs because I think those waves are still out there when you speak like what I'm saying right now is going to be out there for uh, millions of years. It might fade over time, uh, but that sound wave is still there. And I, you know, even if we go back to these locations with, with the presidents and making declarations and stuff down there in Florida with you, Will Martinez with Lincoln Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. stuff back there, if we really want to find EVPs and maybe it would sound like Lincoln, I honestly, honestly, truly believe we would find it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do that's why I'm going to run for Congress one of these days, and I'm going to investigate
1: <laughs> Washington. You going to release? Are you going to release everything? Are you are going to release we're all gonna, the information?
0: The Lincoln Theater. We're going to get the cats <laughs> in, in the Capitol. Hey, like I have mean, you ever
1: seen? It. Have you ever seen that video of? I don't know if it's real, but it's supposedly it's, it's real of Lincoln getting shot when he is assassinated.
2: I have never heard anything like that.
0: I. haven't heard anything yeah
1: you guys might want to look that up i saw a video it looked real it looked like it would make sense like back in that time and it was all set up like the 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 stage and lincoln was sitting up at the mezzanine at level and all of a sudden you see a guy go over there shoot him in the head and jump down from the mezzanine down to the to the stage and i don't know man to me like things like that is just like wow
2: we got today it is so easy to fake stuff
1: that's what i'm saying right yeah
2: yeah. But but the, yeah. but the concept of doing a moving picture wasn't invented until years after Lincoln was killed.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because because I because I remember seeing um, a clip of the guy that that made the first moving picture, and it was a guy on guy on a horse, and mm-hmm. I, I want to say that was 1880s.
1: Right. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I love Gilded mm-hmm. America. That's I got a minor in that in college. <laughs> I freaking love Gilded America, and and we always have a reset. And we had so much technology that people don't even talk about back then, in right. the late 1800s and stuff. But um, we just have a few minutes left, Jeremy. I want everybody. We're gonna let you go, and then Will and I will close out the show and stuff. Jeremy, just real quick, where can people find you the quickest and and be part of Things Network?
2: People can find me everywhere, really, Um, just about on any social media under the name Jeremy E. York. If you look for me on TikTok, either type in my name or type in the handle, which is the Paranormal Adonis, which in, which was a, a joke name that ended up sticking no matter how hard I fought it. <laughs> Finally, I had to embrace it because <laughs> it was either that or another nickname that I really hated. Okay, um yeah. But you, you can also find Nick, me-
0: Nick Nick Foley is the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: uh, you no know, you can also find me on the things network um I'm a I'm a regular host on three shows and I make a regular appearances on a fourth show called fear fans but that that's only when they're reviewing a horror movie that i got, that I've seen oh nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. Well, would nice. Truly- I try
2: to keep a low profile, to be honest, because I'm, I'm kind of backing away from the paranormal, because right now mm-hmm. my priorities have shifted, and right now I'm just writing stories and writing books. I'm working on five books right now, and every now and then throwing in a short story to write just to get a little bit of a break.
0: Well, we appreciate. It. We didn't even talk about wrestling, so that just means Jeremy, you're going to have to come back on in the future. And we didn't talk Absolutely. about the, you know, why you have the eye patch <laughs> or any anything. What's happened with you health wise? Um, but I, I'm thankful for you. You're a good friend to me, and and you're you are one of the best people I've ever met in the paranormal field. And I uh, admire you and respect you very much. And I thank you so much for coming on What the Freak Live. We're going to have to do a part two. That's all there is. There you it. go so we're gonna, we'll let you go and will and i will close out the show so thank you jeremy and um personal awards, awards we're, we're going to be working on that too soon
2: so. <laughs> yeah let's not go there <laughs> um, will- yeah, thank you for having me on the show and thank you audience playing along I enjoyed it and yeah i look forward to coming back but not for uh-huh. two months at least
0: no, having- no, no, no. We're going to have a
2: couple of surgeries over the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to need a little bit of recovery time. Good luck on the we'll- surgeries, my friend.
0: Yeah, we'll get you back, though, Jeremy. Love you very much. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Peace. All right, there we, there we have it. Jeremy York with Things Paranormal, Things Network. Awesome show go. for you to come back, Will. Yeah,
1: right, right.
0: We didn't even talk about wrestling
1: no we didn't <laughs> that's okay though people are not here for wrestling they're here for we're, the paranormal which gonna, is great we're
0: gonna have to do it next time so thank you everybody for tuning in <laughs> please share this out if you're watching via social media it helps our show it helps our guests most and foremost yes and our net in our network we appreciate you all you can follow will martinez at darkfriendsradio.com, radio.com obviously emilymisshouse.org what the freak live. we're gonna have a lot of stuff happening i'm may- we got merch now Oh and, Lord, and look at that. And yeah, Linktree. Linktree is the best way to keep up. So subscribe to Linktree, everybody, if if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna be having giveaways and everything, hopefully this summer coming up. Um, I'm gonna be building the Linktree and the merch and all that stuff. So we appreciate everybody. We're gonna be back here next week, next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Chris Shelton. It's part two. Will's not gonna be with us next week, Rick's gonna be back for part two of Chris Shelton facial readings. We're going to get into Britney Spears, CGI, all that kind of fun stuff. Oh,
1: Lord. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's know. a complete mess
1: lately, isn't she? <laughs> I think she's wow. dead. I think she's
0: dead. Oh, in you think she's shit? dead?
1: Oh, one yeah, of those. She died, okay. I gotcha. died
0: in a car wreck in 2009. I'll send you the oh. information on why I think she's dead. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in What the Freak Live. Stay here um, w- right after us. We got we got the Church of Mabus here on on 107.7 FM, New Orleans, we love you all. Have a great weekend. See you next weekend.